Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Add WFAN to your contacts to talk New York sports with us at 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream Super Bowl 58 on CBS with Paramount Plus. It's Brandon Tierney and Sal Licata on WFAN The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. I have a major bone to pick with Woody. What is his issue, BT? Woody Johnson can't help himself running his mouth, again showing how clueless he is, saying that we didn't have a backup quarterback last year, as if that's the problem, as if employing the worst head coach in the NFL isn't the problem, or Joe Douglas and his picks aren't the problem. I'll tell you what the problem is. The Jets have a major problem. It is Woody Johnson. I got a question for you. Yeah. You think Woody's a good owner? And no, obviously, I don't. based on what you just said, the answer I is don't. no. You think James Dolan's a good owner? Um, I mean, I think James Dolan has learned Knicks. to be a better owner. Okay. So, reacting to the comments where he torched, obviously, Zach and no backup and, you know, basically said, hey, it's time to go. The edict is here. The mandate's upon us. You don't win your guy. He, he said there was no playoff mandate. Well, but he basically said yeah. Yeah, he, he said short. seven wins. You got to do better well, he than said seven it's unacceptable. Yeah. I, yeah I oh, mean, but I don't put a playoff mandate on there. Okay. But, but yeah. Right, either way. I like to me, the comments are, are I don't say immaterial because, you know, you're going to win or you're going to lose. Um, I think it showed a little a little strength, and I think he's been too absent too often. But the reason why I asked you about James Dolan here is because for years, and there was a multitude of reasons that crept into this thought process, Dolan awful, Dolan awful, Dolan awful, Isaiah, Larry Brown before that, Phil Jackson, Derek Fisher, Hordasek, all the mess on and off the court. Well, now suddenly... James Dolan hired somebody who actually did his job, I don't know, well. And the Knicks seem incredibly functional, ascending, and almost people trying to replicate what they do. Now, if, honestly, if the people that hired, that, that Woody hired did their job, I don't think anybody has an issue with Woody. But that's my problem with Woody. The what? people that he hired to do their job suck at doing their job, and he can't see that. Oh, he sees it. He sees it. How? How? He's sitting back saying that he's blaming the backup quarterback, which, by the way, A, is insulting to Zach Wilson. B, how's that quarterback? How did he get here? Joe Douglas, the guy that you hired, picked him number two, then threw him to the Wolves, set him up to fail, and guess what? He failed. Then he had the plan of Zach Wilson being the backup last year, which to me wasn't the issue. The issue was when Rodgers went down, we all knew, including Joe Douglas and the Jets and even Woody Johnson, that Zach Wilson couldn't be the starter. And yet, 
Joe Douglas sat on his hands. So what he sees all this, he knows he employs the worst head coach in the NFL, find me one who's worse, and he's blaming the backup quarterback. Like, that's the problem is that he's not acknowledging the issue with Joe Douglas and Robert Sala. I'd look at the Jets, right? And, I mean, there's a lot wrong with them. But, again, specific to to Woody Johnson as an owner. Because, Sal, it's interesting. And and rightfully so, um, you know, on, on a lot of levels here. Talk about the Jets. It's, a, it's about Sala. It's been about Zach for three years and, obviously, the GM. But, like, when we talk about the Mets, it's a lot about Cohen and Epler before that. And, of course, right. Stern, we talk about the Yankees. It's it's obviously a lot of Cashman stuff. Not that Hal doesn't get dragged into no, but it. He, does. he, no, he, he yeah. absolutely does. But in a lot of ways, Woody's been sheltered, okay? Even Mara and Tish, but with the Coughlin stuff. Well, Woody like, was away for a while. He was. His brother, Chris, obviously took over a couple of years when he was in the U.K. I, I, look, at, I look at an owner, and I say to myself, all right. Do they do they give the players a chance to to thrive? Meaning, do they have the best facilities? Do they? And the answer is yes. Woody Johnson built them a world class facility. All right. Does he spend a lot of money to accent the roster? The answer is yes. When there's a power move to be made, does Woody make sure he's on the private jet and get everybody out there? Now it didn't work out, but was he able to reel in Aaron Rodgers? The answer is yes. And, you know, let's face it, uh, Joe Douglas has had a very spotty resume, but he hired Joe Douglas, and that was roundly received as a very shrewd, savvy hire. No, Joe Douglas was incredibly respected. He's had a lot of misses as well. We know what he's hit on. We don't need to always recite the draft history, Mm -hmm. but we know what's popped and what has not. I think what Woody said yesterday to me is is, it was important. Um, I don't think that, it's anything that he needed to say because, let's face it, if Salah loses, he's gone, and so is Joe. But the fact that he said it, it does show at least a symbolic, visible lack of tolerance that, all right, I put up with a lot, and this is it. I also think that after the season, 2024, this will be it if we don't win. I think Woody's the low-hanging fruit. I, I, I know that the results matter, and there's always a correlation to ownership. I get that, Sal. But I just ran a couple of specific through some things that right. I think he does well. And I'm sincere outside of winning, right. which is which is all that matters. What does Woody what does he fail at as Here, an owner? Here's the thing. I, I'm, think, I'm genuinely curious and, what and you I say. Th- I think you just laid it out very well, right? Why he could be viewed as a good owner in some people's eyes, why maybe he's better than some others. He's friendly with the players, he's friendly with the fans at times, investing a lot in the team and all that stuff, wants to win. There's a difference between being a good owner and being a smart owner. And I don't think Woody Johnson is a smart owner because a smart owner would look at this team and say, what just happened this past season is not because we had a problem with the backup quarterback because there aren't many teams almost ever outside of the Rams back in 1999 when they lose Trent Green in preseason, Kurt Warner, future All-Famer, goes on to win the Super Bowl. There aren't teams who can overcome losing that type of starting quarterback. Even the Browns, who did make the most of their crappy situation, Joe Flacco, comeback player of the year, they made the postseason. Yep. Even they hit their wall and probably would have said, you know what, we wish we had Deshaun Watson back. Like, you, you needed Aaron Rodgers. The Jets season was built on Rodgers. Once he goes down, it's over. You did not lose your season because you needed a better backup quarterback. You lost your season because, A, you've been relying on a 40-year-old Hall of Fame quarterback to come in here and save this team. 
B, you drafted poorly. C, you have a head coach who couldn't coach his way out of a paper bag. That's why I have the issue with Woody Johnson. Yeah. Not that he's a bad owner. I got he's you. not a smart owner. And I'm not saying he's a good owner. I'm just saying that there's, I think there's a, a pecking order of blame here. And there's a reason why I brought James Dolan into the conversation early. James Dolan, you know, outside of when the, outside of when the Mets traded, was it uh, M. Donald Grant? I, I, when, yeah. I think he was in the middle of that. When they traded Tom Seaver, I don't know that there's been a more despised owner in New York. Now, George. There was also off the court stuff with Dolan. Oh, for sure. No doubt about it. That's a it. big part of it, too. It, the personality yes. and. Yeah. Some yes. of the stuff that he says. Yeah, no question. Like, Sal. Woody's not that. No, Woody's, Woody's a very likable guy. I, I, I met him. He's right. approachable. He's friendly. He's got a little charisma. I think he genuinely cares about the team. He's trying to do the right thing. He connects with fans. Dolan, it's a different He's it's hiring a different the wrong optic. people, though. That's the problem. Although, I'm, I'm not going to push back on that. He has absolutely hired the wrong people. And I respect what you're saying, that he's been too tolerant. Like, if they cleaned house and they brought in Harbaugh, trust me, I ain't and, complaining. I'm not, I promise and you. And by the way, Vrabel, like, it doesn't even have or to. Vrabel. I thought Harbaugh. I would say Belichick. Even Pete Carroll with the way that the Jets are at. I understand, like, long-term that doesn't make sense. But short-term, where they're at with Rodgers, I think the Jets were in a unique position here to do something drastic. And, and And, and uh, not even crazy. Like, I want to use the word crazy, but shocking, yes, but it would have benefited them and been more in line with what they're doing as opposed to running it back with these guys. I'm not saying that you're wrong. Again, the the, the thing about – I just want to finish the thought on Dolan. Yeah. And, and you know, without running through all the mistakes that they've made, whether it was – you know, really mm-hmm. – to me, with Larry Brown is where it got off the rails, and then it was just a complete mess with Isaiah. And then you push it forward up until this most recent iteration. Think about – Everything we complained about, and we get these calls here, obviously, BT and Sound on the fan. The 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 inability to draft, the inability to develop, the lack of shrewd free agent moves, and the lack of astute trades. That's what plagued all of those previous Nick, you know, doormats, all right? The teams that we just loathed. Now it's the complete opposite. Leon Rose drafts well. He develops well. He made maybe the most shrewd signing in the history of basketball with Jalen Brunson making $25 million a year, and he makes shrewd trade after shrewd trade. It's not about Leon Rose here. Yeah, it's not about Leon Rose. It's about now how the owner is perceived. He hired people. They sucked. We hated the owner. All right, and again, for dis- mm. different reasons, you're right. I get it. The optics with Dolan sitting courtside, oh, he also got over. In the way. He also got no, in the way of Donnie Walsh. No doubt. Walsh no was doubt. having success. He met in there and Sal, got, you're not wrong. And I'm not defending Dolan. All I'm saying is when ownership hires somebody and the people they hire do their job, ownership looks good. Agreed. And when they're and not... Joe, and Joe Douglas has failed. And when, Well, that's the point. When they're not doing their job, the owner's got to acknowledge that and realize when the right time is to make a change. And I don't know what, what he's got to get hit in the face with to know that right now, this offseason would have been the time to make the change. Our friends at Town Fair Tire remind you that at Town Fair Tire, you always get the guaranteed lowest price on name brand tires from Connecticut to Maine. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Scotty G is on Long Island. What's up, Scotty G? Scotty? Scotty G, you there? Hmm. Char- Charlie's in Beth Page. What's up, Charlie? Hey, uh, BT and Sal, how are you? I am so disgusted on this Friday getting ready for the Super Bowl. And I got to hear that breakout last night that Woody is putting everyone on. Yeah, you should have done that already. I was so happy when he took over the jet team from Leon Hess how many years ago. I said, we're going in the right direction. This guy runs a business. I wish he ran the Jets like he ran his business. And if he did that, I mean, that's the only way he was able to buy the Jets because he ran a company. And now run your Jets the way you run your company. It's a disgrace again. 
but I'm trying to get on to the Super Bowl. You got to hear him making his comments. That staff should have been out of there. The best coaching staff were available this year. Clear the house. Get a GM. Start all over. And you want to keep Rodgers there? Yeah, keep him there. See, Not get rid of him. That's my, that's my point, Charlie, and thank you for the call, is that You've got to be smart enough, BT. While I respect an owner being patient, he made a hire, wants to stick with it, wants to see this plan through. There is a part of me that respects that. However, there's also a part of me that says, hey, you've watched this same regime fail year after year after year. It just blew up in your face, your plan this year. And, oh, by the way, there are incredible head coaching candidates available. The timing lined up perfectly for the Jets to sit there and say, you know what, I know what I would normally do is ride this out and give them one more year, but I'm going to make a change now. Have the foresight to say that these guys aren't the guys, or this guy in particular with Salah isn't the guy I'm going after Bill Belichick or Pete Carroll or Mike Vrabel and change things now. I think a lot of Jet fans are, are probably really disagreeing with what I'm saying today. And I'm not saying that Woody's a very good owner. I'm, I'm not saying that at all. You know, I, I and I'm certain I'm not absolving him of blame. I, I'm just trying to, I guess, you know, properly place the levels of blame here. Like, again, th- this is a very basic concept. You know, Spike Eskin is thought to be an outstanding program director. Now he's going back on the air. Mm-hmm. Good luck with that. It's, right. it's, it's, it's a different one. battle. Yeah, according to some measurements. Yeah, was he one? Yeah. I didn't see it today. With yes. the Barrett stuff? Yes. Uh, not surprisingly, but he's number one. There you go. So I think it had something to do with his decision on, on the midday show, but I'm not sure about that. Well, I was going to kind of go there. Think about this. Like, I mean, it's self-effacing, of course. But if he put <laughs> you and I together and we completely bombed and Evan and Tiki were a complete train wreck, I don't know. I'm pretty sure that Spike Eskin wouldn't be number one. Right. Which means, but so you think about the ownership of our company and how it funnels down with Chris Oliveira, who hired, you know, uh, Spike to do his job. All you could do is cut the check, all right, for the most part, stay out of the way, stay out of trouble, right, and empower the people that you hire to do their job. But if they're not doing their job, no, I know. And, and that's why I'm not fully absolving him. I, I, I'm i with you on that. He but. also, remember the last time he was getting Charlie Casserly involved to find the search and McCagnan and Bowles, and then he gets paid. I think man. he was away for that, though. I think with, with the... Um, with the Adam Gase stuff, I thought that was Christopher Johnson because right, the Gase be, was when be, he was over before that, in was, London for yeah, Trump. All right, but before that, it was Charlie Castle. Yeah, yeah, they brought yeah. in Castle yeah, to yeah, find yeah. out McCagnan and Todd Bowles. All right, whatever. His brother hiring you know, or looking at Peyton Manning. It's something that the Jets have had an issue with here, yep. making good decisions. And while you know Woody made the decision to bring in Joe Douglas and Robert Sala, fine. We don't know. we got to see it play out. We've seen it play out. And there are known commodities out there. And you're running it back with Robert Sala? Like, that just doesn't make any sense. Ray is in Babylon. What's up, Ray? Hi, good morning, fellas. Thanks for taking my call. All right, Ray. Uh, Woody Johnson is neither a smart owner nor a good owner. And he's not patient, Sal. He's impetuous. He makes the Jets go for one-night stands with Aaron Rodgers and makes us always be the bridesmaid instead of the bride. Where's the long-term solution here? The whole drama with Aaron Rodgers shows that he had a lack of patience. He behaved like Sonny from The Godfather, reactive, wanted a quick hit, a quick win. And what do we do after that? He should have been like Michael, where he sat back, was pensive, and he's going to look five years uh, post-Zach uh, Wilson and what we're going to do. We didn't see any of that. He actually is using the Jets, I, in my opinion, because uh, I have common sense, 
as a business. He sells out that arena, uh, that stadium. He sells out the parking lot. Look at the the Jets. Yeah, hold on, that, right, 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 right. Yeah. Every owner, and, and some of your points I agree with. Every owner, it's a business. It is. I think he cares about winning, though. Of I don't, course, yeah. he does. Now, does he? You know, does is always does he always read the room properly? It drives me nuts when he, when I see these dumb tweets from Woody Johnson about the uniform. Hey, we're two and nine. Here's what the here's the uniform combo for Sunday. And I, I've said things like that over the years, but I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm going to reassert one thing about Joe Douglas, right? So you go back to 2020. He takes Bakai Becton. Okay, if you take Tristan Wirfs, who was two picks after that, where do you think we are with the offensive line? I don't know. Maybe slightly better in 2021. You reach for Zach. It was basically COVID. It was a massive miss. I don't know. You could have traded out. This isn't Woody's fault. This is Joe Douglas's fault. You could have taken Jamar Chase. You could have taken Penny Sewell. I don't know. Penny Sewell looks pretty good for the Detroit Lions. You could have taken Micah Parsons. You could have taken another offensive lineman, Rashawn Slater, who's really good from Northwestern. And last year... I don't know why he drafted Will McDonald as a, in the first round as a 15th, uh, 15th pick coming off the edge. So there's a lot of blame to go around. There are millions uh, of, of, of conversations we can morph into. I'm not defending Woody. All I'm saying is those who think he is useless and the worst, I think you're off base. Brandon Tierney, I do believe that. Brandon Tierney Salicata on the fan. We have a lot to get to today. We will have a perfect parlay pick segment, the last one of the football season coming up ahead of the Super Bowl. We'll do that at 1240. We will have our Game 5 Baseball Card World Series, which got postponed yesterday due to the Knicks-breaking trade. So we'll have that coming up a little bit later. That's at 1140. We'll also discuss those Knicks off of last night. We'll discuss the Brock... Call from Mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Purdy stuff, we'll continue that conversation that we had yesterday, and of course get into Mahomes, Purdy, Super Bowl Sunday, all of that and more on this Friday on The Fan, BT and Sal. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Odell Beckham Jr. made the catch with one hand for the touchdown. Wow, what a catch by the rookie. Ridiculous. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Brandon Tierney, Salakata back on the fan. We'll get into the Super Bowl stuff. Continue the Brock Purdy conversation from yesterday. Enter Mahomes into that conversation 
as well and just discuss the Super Bowl overall. We'll do a little bit of picks, have some fun with that. The final perfect parlay pick segment in the year. By the way, mm-hmm. where's uh, where's the costume? Uh, the costume is in route. I got the makeup. I know you've been saying that. Today was supposed to be the day. Now, we will do it. I went like a nutcase. You had to see me shopping, and my wife's like, get off the phone. I'm like, I'm doing something for the show last week, mm. trying to get all these pieces in order. It's I ridiculous. All the, it, it, it really is, dude. It really is. The, the makeup, the clown suit. Oh, like, God. oh, my God. Trying to look like doink. Obviously, it's not going to be an exact thing, but close enough. Believe mm-hmm. me. So we got to figure that me out too. whenever your thing comes. I just, got can... the, I just got an update that it's coming Sunday. I got the update Uh-oh. that it's coming this weekend. So if you want to do it on Monday, we'll do it on Monday. We're obviously doing we it. We were texting yesterday. And we're like, I bro, know. what's up with this thing? Because I just want to get it over uh, with at this point. You. And then BT's like, well, it doesn't say it's coming until Monday. I'm like, well, if it doesn't come Monday, it can't be next week. I got some personal stuff going yep. on, as you know, potentially next week. So I might be out a couple of days. And I can't be dressing up in a clown suit with serious stuff going on. No. So, so if it didn't happen Monday, we're going to have to postpone it. And I was like, all right, maybe we'll do it. <laughs> we'll wait a little maybe while. And now, about it. now you're saying Monday. It looks, the latest update, it says uh, by, I think, 3 p.m. on Sunday. Uh, again, I already have the makeup. Hoff, you okay with that? Monday is the is the day here, the Monday I just got to make sure like BT's idea. What? He thought because WrestleMania is coming up in, in April that they you guys should dress up the Friday before, which is opening day oh, yeah, Yankee no Stadium. Chance. There's no chance we're going to the stadium. No. I forgot that we were out there I that barely day. want to go there to begin with. You're going to be giving there in a clown suit? I mean, not. listen, if you want to do it the Thursday before WrestleMania, before no, no, press no. conferences, I mean, there's no oh, way we're I want to get, it, I want to get it out of the way, yeah. get it over with. Yeah, I think it's this big cloud over my head. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm really lamenting having to do this. Like a debt. I, yeah, like, yeah, if, yes. if I'm down in my account, I'm like, I got to just, like, the worst part the is just, Dreading like paying it off, just pay it off and move on. Yeah. Let's pay it off so we could all move on and never make a stupid bet like that again. So Monday, we're not welching on it, provided it comes Assuming on. Assuming that costume comes Monday, we will we will be dressed like uh, you know Doink and uh, and Goldust come Monday. Anyway, we'll get into the Super Bowl, and I do want to get into some Nick stuff with UBT, but obviously starting on the Woody Johnson stuff last night. Another part of it was just like I know at this point we're over Zach Wilson, it's done here, but come on, dude, the owner took clearly pinpoint Zach Wilson as the problem. Mm-hmm. That's not fair. Uh, that's low-hanging fruit. I mean, it didn't work out with Zach. I, I didn't love that direction there. I think that was unnecessary, and he didn't have to uh, he didn't have to go below the belt with Zach. You know, Zach, for the most part, outside of the one time really against the Pats when he just didn't, didn't take ownership of playing poorly, I thought Zach, despite all the messes around him and his own erratic play, I thought he really comported himself like like a, a good quality young man. I did. Right. In this fishbowl, getting hit from every angle, getting benched, put back in, getting benched, put back in, hurt. Oh, here's Aaron Rodgers. Oh, there's the Mike White t-shirts. It was it was really, it was a circus. If I thought about you, doing it, that, it's been yeah, a circus. And think about this. If I ask you, and we'll get back to the calls here in a second, 877-337-6666. Like, this is my issue with Woody. That he's just not smart enough to realize the problem. If I ask you their biggest problem offensively last year, I know no Rodgers, obviously. Mm-hmm. But if I ask you week to week consistently what was their biggest problem offensively last year, the answer is what? I think it's going to be different from what you think. To me, it's the offensive line. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Okay, I thought you were going to say no. backup quarterback. No, okay, no it's O-line. They, no. they can't block anybody. Right, and he says backup quarterback. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm in agreement with you. It's the offensive line. Woody just doesn't get it. Zach is in Monroe. What's up, Zach? going on guys uh i actually wanted to come on here and defend woody johnson just a little bit go for it um so let's like look at the other owner in new york john mara now i know mara won a super bowl but he hasn't done anything since that super bowl and i know woody hasn't done much either since mark sanchez 
But, like, it's not that easy being an owner. Not a lot of the owners in the league are that good. It takes them a long time to kind of just figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm just – I, I, I kind of just want to, like, you know, like, let you guys know, like, look, like, I know it's not working out now with, like, Salah and Zach Wilson, but, like, just look at the Giants, man. Like, it's not going good with the Giants either. Like, they got Daniel Jones, Saquon, who knows what they're going to do with them. Um, but yeah, I mean, but, but let I'm, me ask you I'm, something. Here's the comparison, Zach. They, the Giants hired Joe Judge. Two years in, what did they do with Joe Judge? They fired him. Right. right. Now, and why they, do you they, think they, they fired him? Because they said, you know what? He's not the right guy. We need to make a move. Why can't Woody Johnson, I, after three years with Robert Sala and Joe Douglas messing up every which way, why can't Woody identify that as a problem? Yeah, so you make a good point there, but I, 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 I attribute that more to the general manager's part, and that is also Woody Johnson's fault for keeping Joe Douglas on. Personally, I thought Douglas should have been gone with um, uh, Adam Gase because, you know, you want a clean house. Like, you, your GM wants to hire your, your coach, right. and your coach wants the quarterback. Um, and the same thing happened with the Giants, where they kept on uh, 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 Gettleman after Sturmer. But, I mean, uh, look, I, I, I see your point, and Salah should have been fired in the middle of the season. I mean, if, uh, if anything, uh, uh, with uh, the offensive coordinator, I don't know who the offensive coordinator, uh, Nathaniel Hackett, yeah, yeah. he should have been fired in the middle of the season because he was terrible. Well, I mean, but, Jack, look uh, at this, Zach. Nobody's getting fired now, and, and that's been a point of contention. Thanks for the call there, buddy. We discussed this once the season was over, what the Jets might do. Nobody's getting fired, so let's advance the conversation. I, I hear some but of the things is, you're saying. That is part of the problem. I, I, I understand that, but, but yes, yes, but it's not. I don't want to say that I'm not down to dissect it, but it's it, it, they're not, nobody's getting fired. So people need to understand that whether you like it or Woody. not, they're back next season. But that's my issue with Woody is that he can't identify. I'm all for letting somebody get three seasons yep. after this year. And by the way, it wasn't just the results of this year. It's also watching Salah and how they've handled Joe Douglas and Salah, how they've handled this whole thing, starting with picking Zach Wilson, the way that they developed him. Salah in season this year, the mess with Beningo, like, and I, and I know that that's not a huge thing, but it shows something to me. Yeah, you're the head coach of a football team in New York. Stop, you know, watting around mm. with texting Joe B. And making that become a story, like, come on, dude. What is what was that stuff with Beningo emblematic of? I'm not exactly sure, but it's not good. Right. Again, I'm not here to defend these guys. I would have fired Salah for sure. And you know, that's never happened as well. That's never happened before, at least that I'm aware of. Mm. That the head coach has had become a a talking point because he's texting with <sighs> one of the on air hosts, like. Come on, yeah, dude. but I mean to be fair, it's on Joe it, it, too. It, I know, but it's it's on it's on Joe. It's on it's on our Joe for letting that come out. It's on the Jets' coach for even going down that road. But to be fair, how many conversations over scotches back in the nineteen fifties and sixties and seventies and eighties before the digital age, where there was a different kind of correspondence? Hey, write this in your column. Hey, say this on the radio. Right. Hey, present this to the masses because you're the liaison between the team or you know the fans and and as a member of the media. Listen, here's the thing. Joe Douglas, he whiffed on the head coach. He whiffed on the quarterback. He's whiffed repeatedly on on the offensive line. There's no doubt. But this conversation is about ownership. That's what we're talking about with Woody. But I've got a question for you about Salah. Please hear me. I don't disagree. I don't want him coaching my team. I'm with you. But let's say if Robert Salah, instead of a great defensive mind, came over as an offensive guy. Right. Right? 
If they hired an offensive just guy, say, say, just say yeah. instead of Robert yeah. Sala being the DC for the 49ers, Robert Sala was the OC for the for the, for the Niners. Mm-hmm. Okay, and he still coached the Jets, and the Jets have the same record. Whatever he is, eight seventeen and 50, right, 33. Right. I forget the numbers, but they're horrendous. But while they were losing, they were averaging. 28 points per game, and they were among the best five or six offenses in football. Are we saying fire Robert Sala? No, I think it'd be different. Why? You're saying if Robert Sala was the offensive coordinator, the Jets are scoring a lot of points per game? I'm saying if... if I know it's a little convoluted. Yeah, well, I think I presented it. I, I, no, I got you. So, Sala came over. He's a defensive guy. Right, right. The Jets' defense, it's not amazing, right, but, but it's, it's, very real, good. it's really yeah, good. Right, right. So, if Robert Sala came over with, a, with an offensive pedigree... And the defense sucked. Right. Instead of right. the like the opposite of yep. what we have now. Yep. Yep. And the Jets' offense was rolling on a week-to-week basis and backed up by all the metrics. One of the top five or six offenses in football. Would but the Jets I were think, still losing. I, would we say fire Robert Sala? I mean, obviously it depends on the circumstances, but I think it would be if, if at least he showed a plan where he can control a team or run a team on both sides of the ball. Whether the defense wasn't good enough or failed miserably and the offense was better, I think it would be better for him if they could actually score some points consistently. And I'm not just judging him just based on his record. I know you're not. In individual seat. Like, neither it's, am I. It's the, the whole... The optics think He's not a leader. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's the whole thing. Plus, he knows nothing about offense. Like, that's been obvious for three years. And I feel like it's a little bit easier to build a capable defense than it is to build a good offense. Because you don't need the star quarterback. You could piece that. I mean, you know, for defense, like, it helps to have a shutdown corner or an edge rusher, blah, blah, blah. Does, Without does, a quarterback or O-line, you have no chance so, to score points. So let's Zero. just quickly before we break, and then we'll come back and take more of the calls. If I ask you, does Robert Sala, do you think, have total control of how to run a football team? No. Okay. Absolutely not. Does he? I've said that before. Does he know? Have have the results been there? No, since he's unacceptable. Been I would have fired him. How did they handle as a regime? How did they handle developing the young number two pick? Atrociously. I mean, and there were gaps everywhere. What, like, Every checkpoint they stumbled. I got you. Have there been off the field reports about how Sala, whether it's the mo- the latest thing about getting on the coaches for leaks, the Joe B stuff? Mm-hmm. The, have there been like? Reports of I don't even want to Dude, say they're a circus. They're okay. a disjointed, fragmented right. mess. So, so I guess my then question is, what more? What do is you the need? owner put up with it? Well, right. What more do you need to see to know that he's not? No, 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 nothing, nothing. Like on every measurement of a head coach, and I would have fired him. I've said that. I know, but then that's my issue with Woody. Understood, and it does go back to that. I've got one thing about ownership. I want to save it coming okay. up next year on BT and Sal. How? As much as this stuff with Woody is bothering some people, including you, I've got something that bothers me a lot more. BT and Sal on the fan will come back at your calls and BT's thoughts on the other side. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Goes deep left. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Number 62 to set the new American League record. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Great to see Sal Licata back on The Fan. We'll get back to your Woody Johnson calls here in just a second. A lot to get to today. Game 5 postponement yesterday, BT. Mm. Game 5 of the Baseball Card World Series. That's coming up at 1141 hour from now. We also have Creed tickets to give away next hour. So there's a lot to do. Perfect probably pick segment. Hoff, did you have something you wanted to add to the show? I did. He was just, uh, you know, he was a former Yankee, and he's been around the league now, floating around. But he was a great great pitcher at one point in time. Uh, but Tom ha- uh, John Hayman, excuse me, reports two-time Cy Young winner Corey Kluber has announced his retirement. As he says in quotes, Klubot had an exceptional career. Okay. And- Klubot. So he messed up another name? I mean, John Heyman, we love John Heyman, but can he do a spell check before he tweets a whoa, thing? Whoa, 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 hold on a second. Klubot? Klubot was his nickname. It was? Yes. I didn't even know that. You didn't know that? I swear to no. God. No. So wait. I've never heard that once. It was Klubot. Who's Klubot? Corey Emanuel, you've heard of that. Corey Klubot was nicknamed Klubot. Klubot. It was a stupid nickname, Such but that was his nickname. Since I've never when? Heard. So Klubot. wait a minute. Hav, you thought you were dunking on Heyman here. And now I still dunk on right. Now I'm dunking on Kluber. You know, who the hell I'm inadvertently getting dunked on, too. How am I getting pulled in? I don't even know who it is. I mean, give me a Kluby, Kluber, you know, one of the Corey no, was... Boone nicknames, or Girardi. Klubot? He was the Klubot. Who the hell no. Oh, God. Who, who made that name? I don't know who made it. I just know of it. Did Darn John Heyman man. make that name? Leave my pal really John Heyman alone. Yes, your buddy. I still can't believe Klubot, though, threw a no-hitter. Oh, uh, yes. Hoff is 0 for 1 today. He's going to make that little notation. <laughs> you ju- you, you chimed in there, too. Uh, I said that one really well. <laughs> okay, I, I, listen, i got to yeah. pay this off. I said before, all right, and uh, I think it's interesting because there is a pushback, and many of you are griping over the comments from Woody Johnson. Okay. You know what bothers me the most about owners? You want to know the truth? When they say nothing. When owners say nothing is when my blood boils. And I mean when things need to be said. Like when things go awry and you don't hear a peep. I can't stand it. Because it doesn't It doesn't necessarily solve anything. Though it could provide resolution. Put people on alert. They do a better job. Things change. Not that that always happens. But when owners check out... And don't give us a pound of flesh. And at least give us for a moment the belief that they care about the losing as much as we do. That drives me nuts. And I'm not saying Woody's comments were great. I I couldn't stand what he said about Zach. The other stuff I'm fine with. But at least he said something that projected interest. You know? I mean, think about all the times Woody's... They don't say anything. Like, 
all those years with the Knicks, Dolan didn't say a peep. Fans want to nuts. Fans want to hear it. It is refreshing yes. to hear from the owner. And then, of course, we just rip apart everything they have to say. Kenny is in Staten Island. What's up, Kenny? What's going on, guys? Always a pleasure. Thanks, Ken. So, Woody, basically, I met him a few times. Very nice guy. He's always, you know, with the Jet fans. But sometimes he has to shut his mouth. Uh, basically, when it comes to Zach, he threw Zach under the bus yesterday. And now we all know that Joe Douglas is trying try to trade Zach. So basically, whatever Joe Douglas was going to get from just took a major hit because now they're lucky to get anything from him. No, that's and not the that's not the case at all. I mean, you think Woody Johnson's so? No, yeah, come on. I mean, I well, agree with what you're saying, Kenny. He shouldn't have thrown him under the bus or further throw him under the bus. I mean, Zach Wilson's been run over so many times, like. It, it, it's over. Is I mean, that a tattoo a, or is that a tire yeah, mark on your back? Yeah, it's it didn't impact his trade value. Yeah, well, no, me too. But the point is, his value is, is what it, is what it is. There's not much value there. Yeah. I don't think Woody's yeah, comments impacted. I don't know what they're gonna. Yeah, but the the other thing with Woody that that he says, you know, uh, with the coach, you know, just put him out there. Put a put a playoff mandate out there next year for both guys. You have to because as the fans, we deserve it. Because I tell you right now, if the Jets. Start off the first month of the season one and three, one and four. The heads are going to roll. Obviously, we oh, hope, but oh, you got to oh. put a playoff mandate out there this year. It, he owes it to the fans, you know. But you know and, what, though, Kenny, like, think about it. I, listen, I hear you. Okay, he stopped short of the you know all in mandate. It just Parsons' words. You know what he's saying. No, but it would have been more powerful if he said it. Think about if Woody said. If we don't make the playoffs next year, things will change. Or however you want to say it, but yeah. say it definitively. Not, well, we got to be better. He did allude to it. Just say it. We all know what you mean anyway. And if you say it, it's going to be more powerful. If we don't make the playoffs next year, there's going to be significant changes. Or they have to make the playoffs next year, and they know it. And I feel like that would have been the conversation today where Jeff fans would have been like, you know what? Finally, Woody wakes up. I still would have had an issue that he's keeping these guys here. But at least to me, BT, that would have given us a nice piece of meat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of a crumb, yeah, a little well, bird right. seed. No, I mean, I I understand that. I truly do. I just think, and you know, you know me by now. I mean, we're the same. We're emotional. So right. anytime we get that little piece of meat, we're like, we get an ounce of satisfaction. And right. all right, we can you know take out the napkin and clean off our mouths and move on to the next thing that we need to devour. I trust me, I do get that. But the reason why I don't think it's smart business to actually do the playoff mandate here. What if they go ten and seven and miss it? Like I, I'd still fire everybody. I, mean, okay, I, I got you, but like I, I know what you're saying. You know, like if if they have a really good season and say Rodgers pulls a cat, nothing catastrophic. I don't know, pulls a hamstring, he misses three weeks, and they're they're ten and four, and they lose three tough ones, and they stuff. St- I mean, so then you're in a position where you've got to go back, possibly on your word. I, I almost think it's better yeah. to be a little nebulous. We know what he means. If they don't win, you can bank it and book it. They're both gone. That makes sense. Dan is in Saratoga. What's up, Dan? Danny. Good morning, gentlemen. Hello, One Dan. of the things that surprised me about... Are you guys there? Yes, yes, go ahead. Oh, one of the things that surprised me yesterday, when the whole year we all complained about the same thing when it came to Salah, not addressing problems, 10 penalties every game. Yep. Zach Zach has two good throws and ten bad throws every game. Nobody said to him, "How's your patience level with what's going on here?" Because everybody's talked about it all year. Why didn't he address it a little about Salah just standing there 
when guys screw up the same screw ups every week. You thought about why didn't Woody? Why wasn't Woody, Woody more visible in real time? Is that what you're asking, Dan? To be clear, no. Even what? it didn't even have to be real time. Like yesterday. Oh, I got just you. Just say, yeah. Just say, huh? I share the same frustration the fans have, and I plan on attempting to address it. That's all we're looking well, for he, when it comes he, to he that did. issue. He did kind of say that, but to me, Dan, actions speak louder than words, and thank you for the call. His actions. See, I would have been in love with the idea of, hey, Belichick's available. I don't care what we think of Salah in year four. I'm going to get Bill Belichick. And I would have loved to have heard the report that the Jets were doing everything they can to get Belichick. While I know that's unrealistic, I would have loved to hear it. If not that, then how about Vrabel? How about waking up one day or before you go to sleep, you're checking your phone, and you see Jets have fired Robert Sala and have hired Mike Vrabel. Like, shocking things have happened in the sports world before. This was the perfect time for that to happen. And how excited would you be if that were the news that happened over the course of the last month or so that Rob, uh, Woody Johnson woke up and realized, you know what, I'm going to make this franchise better right now mm-hmm. and sh- shake this thing up and shock the world I'm making a coaching change. It would have galvanized not just me, but every Jet fan or 90-something percent of us. I, it was I, the I, move to make. It I, was right there. Yeah. The only thing is, and this is their fault, they made it so complicated that it's not a, it's not a clean cut. Because of Rodgers? Yes. Now, I've said on the air, you know, and I said this at the end of the season before the season was even over. Listen, and I said, Woody, not, not Joe Douglas, Woody needs to do this. Go talk with Rodgers. Tell him what you're going to do. And if Rodgers doesn't like it, then Rodgers can retire. Now, there's there's cap accelerators and things that, you know, I, I'm not a capologist, but I know it will be very punitive. So that's the that's the, 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 the quick, probably lazy take. But my concept was move on. I said that a million times. But it's just so interwoven. It's not a clean break. You know, you rip the Band-Aid off, skin's coming with it. I know, but sometimes drastic times call for drastic measures. And where the Jets are at, oh, God, it was right there. It needed a a drastic move was there for for the taking or the making, and they didn't do it. Think about, like you said, the feeling that you would have had, and even I would have had, even though I didn't grow up a Jets fan, the feeling that it would have created by doing that would have been not quite on par with trading for Aaron Rodgers, but we're talking that type of significant change as to where Jeff fans would be excited. Yes, we did the right thing. We went out and got Belichick or Vrabel, whatever, yep. whoever you, you wanted to get, or mm-hmm. either of those two, mm-hmm. or Harbaugh, whoever. Like That would have been Harbaugh not realistic because of the Rodgers thing, but that's why I think Belichick was the perfect fit, or even Vrabel, who I would assume would have come here if if had the opportunity. Well, the good thing, and I love Vrabel. I wanted Vrabel more yeah, so than Belichick. I've said that. I think, and, and Vrabel, good for us, and maybe the Giants or whatever next season. He's still out there, so that, that ship hasn't sailed yet. Now, it's a guess, but just piece it together, Sal. We know what the Jets finished with in terms of wins, and we know how optically they looked on offense and how they lost a couple of tight games. If Rodgers was healthy this year, honestly, what do you think their record? Give me it's nothing crazy but not overly conservative. I think they're 10 and 7. Yeah, all right. Fair? Yeah, of, all right. of course. So with the possibility, if I had to go one way or the other, I'd go 11 and 6 rather than 9 and and, mm. and, 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 and and 8 at that point. But we'll settle on 10 and 7. If the Jets finish 10 and 7, we're not talking about it like this. Like, 
I understand the I, move. I, we still wouldn't have liked Salah. Right. I got gotcha. you. And, and, and might have been saying he's the weak link. Very possible. But we wouldn't be, and we probably wouldn't be uber criticizing Douglas the way we are now because we were. you, you still had Sauce. You still had some of these other studs. Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall. He still did a good job in that regard the year before. And if they won 10 or 11 games this past year, he probably would have been, you know. Yeah, I, but that would have changed I, I, a lot of things. What Okay, what happens if Aaron Rodgers plays and they don't? What if what if Rodgers plays and they win nine or eight? Well, I mean, I, I we don't know what could happen. Don't the, know. the offensive line stunk. Yeah, we don't. Rodgers, know. Rodgers, last time he was healthy, didn't make the playoffs with the Packers. That's Jordan true. Love took that team to new heights. Yeah, this, this just, year. I'm just saying, like, yep. the, yes, if they won eleven games, we would have looked at them differently. What happens if Rodgers plays and they they only won nine games? Yeah, I just have a tough. I, I get it, and that's a that's a fair you know volley back here. I just think it would have been. I, I think to say that they would have won two more games with Rodgers versus the seven that they won with the slop they trotted out there, to me, that's that's seldom short. It doesn't matter. You know, I'm not saying they would have won 15-2. and two. And I think they're thinking what you're thinking. They're thinking if we had Rodgers last year, yep. we would have won X amount of games, we would have been in the postseason. I am thinking differently that while that may have been the case, you're still not good enough. It doesn't cover up the inherent issues within the franchise. Those are two that's different exact, things. Exactly I, I get right. that. I get it, exactly. dude. Like, okay, so it. so great. So they would have won 10 or 11 games, and Robert Sala, a coach who still stinks, would have made the postseason. Like, he's still not a good head coach. I've seen him for three years. The results of the quarterback being back in a few games, even making the postseason. Like, I wouldn't judge Robert Sala just on making the postseason this year. I'm judging him on where I think this franchise can go and who else is available. And like, think about that. You, other teams have fired head coaches who have had way more success than Robert Sala's ever had. Yep, whoever will have. Yeah, I mean, the the frustrating thing for for me is that while I don't think Robert Sala's good, we haven't even had a chance to judge him at a big game yet. I know it's three years. They haven't been good enough to even have a big game. Like, to well, judge yeah, him. that's what I'm saying. Like, what what is his heart rate doing when it's you know 39 seconds left and it's yeah you, know, you, you got to go 70 yards to tie it up? Or the fourth down, do you go for it? And it, it's a two score game. You going for two? You going for the for the PAT? What like you don't even get to see that. The, the bottom. Now, line. I surmise it's not going to be. I'm sorry. Right. I surmise it's not going to be good. <laughs> But I'd like to get the definitive answer. You don't even have the proof yet because they're not even good enough to be in that position. And, and, and when you throw the Rodgers Hackett thing into it, it's a mess, which is why I, I'm I'm not annoyed at Woody as the owner. I'm annoyed that Woody is not identifying the big picture problem that he could have fixed this offseason. BT and Sal on the fan warrior calls on the side. Get into the Super Bowl as well coming up. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.